Hi, it's Bill from Culloden Manor here. I just wanted to double check that you are on your way and aren't having any trouble finding the place. Sorry I couldn't arrange transport from town. We only have one official car here, it's already being used, and it's not allowed to leave the estate. But assuming that's all good, I'll see you soon. Uh, we can meet up by the house, and I can introduce you to some of the other long-lost Culloden's I've tracked down. It should be fun. You can figure out who's what cousin, how many times removed, that sort of... What was that? Uh, was that? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I need to go. I think I'm hearing some car trouble outside. But I'll, I'll see you soon. Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We're now on episode two of our Descent of the Culloden's arc, and I think Danny was right when she promised it was going to be a bit darker and spookier than Children of Mysaris. Luckily, I don't have to play each episode, so it's not going to freak me out, so it's all fine. <laughs> you should be even more scared than usual when you are an actual physical character in this universe. Yeah, what are you going to, what are you going to do to me? <laughs> uh, and each episode, we bring in guests to run them through these rooms. We have more descendants of the Culloden line. And in this episode, our guests are Dave Luzer and Matthew Jude from This Game is Broken. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Wow, what a lovely formal introduction. I'm very excited. Yeah, and you got my name right, <laughs> kind of. Yes. Oh, 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 fine. This one was a wee effort. This was all me. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming on to the show, guys. But thank, thank you, you for very much us. for having us. Yeah. Well, we say we say that now. We don't know how this is going to go. You may <laughs> instantly regret. I mean, we do a Difficult podcast which is based followed by grisly death. Yeah, mm. we do a podcast based on nonsense, and this is based on logic, and it's it's it's, it's a different format. So. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys want to? So, you're from this game is broken. Do you guys want to give like a little bit of a rundown as to what your show is and about outside of just nonsense? Yeah, well, we oh, are God. very much into board games, and there are a lot of podcasts about board games and and how to play them and, and rules, but we don't do any of that. We just uh, basically do a panel show. So it's a comedy panel show where we our tagline is a bunch of idiots are getting a bunch of idiotic things to do. Yeah, that's what we do uh, because we just wanted to do a bit of different, a bit different. So a bit uh, just to have a, a laugh with it instead of being all serious about board games because essentially yeah, they're t- essentially they're toys. So uh, stop being so serious. I think is how we feel about it. Yep. Nice. Now the other connection that um, our shows have, which people may not have been fully aware of and they should go make themselves fully aware of is that uh, earlier in January, earlier this year, you released an episode that was one of our, well, not one of ours, but an escape room that uh, Dave, you designed with a little bit of help from Danny. Yes, I did. I was very excited. I had the idea over the summer, listening to your podcast and thinking about special episodes we could do for our backers, just not doing regular episodes. And I did it. We did it. And I love how it turned out. So thank you so much, Danny. It sounded great. It was great to listen to, great to read through your notes for it. I I won't say I had much input besides reading through it and saying, yeah, good job. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 
Off you go. <laughs> Along with a lot of, I think that's a board game reference. If so, I have no way of critiquing that. I'm yeah, sure no, that's, that's smart. <laughs> but, it, was, uh, no, it, was, it went really well. Um, I really enjoyed listening to it. For people who want to go check it out, like go and check it out. I put a link in the show notes below, so so you can go follow it and 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 uh, and uh, give it a listen. It's 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 great, and a good intro into their show. It's, yeah, be a, a quite a nice tra- transitional episode for you to listen to exactly. if you listen to this show, right? That makes sense. Wonderful. So, uh, we we often start by just asking two pretty common questions. Danny, would you like to? Ask our yep, so of course. The very first question. Do either of you have much real world escape room experience? I've done a few. I've done a few escape rooms and I've I've solved a few escape rooms. I've played quite a lot of escape room board gamey kind of things that, ah, that exist as well. But yeah, I've done a few escape rooms and I, I enjoy them a lot. I get very do you know what? I get very amped up. I get into it and that's mm, Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm in I, this. I started doing them uh well. Five years ago, I think, was the first one. Oh, of course you did yours five years ago before well, everyone else was doing them. Before they were cool. <laughs> and I was I was very much into it. And the last one I did was uh, last year in, in Amsterdam, which was amazing, which wasn't an escape room, but uh, a break-in room, which was very well done. <laughs> and the other question is, uh, well, we're the cross between tabletop role-playing and escape rooms. So how about tabletop role-playing? Do you have experience there? I have very little. I, I, I Mostly one-offs, just... Uh, do a one night campaign. Well, it's not a campaign then. Um, I'm it's not... <laughs> the opposite of a campaign. Type. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but but do make some characters and and go with that. But not over a longer period of times. I thought about doing it. I mm. think it's cool, but I have never done it. I also have never done any uh, like role playing RPGs or anything like that. But I have always wanted to. And I, I think tentatively about it and then, then create half a character and then go, no, no, this, I, no. But I want to. I'm into it. <laughs> well, tell you what, at the end of this episode, we've still got some steam. We'll just keep the Skype call running. We'll, we'll whip up some character sheets. We'll play like a, we'll start a new Savage Worlds campaign. It'll all be great. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that'll go really well. <laughs> I'll just game master on the fly. It's going to be great. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Well, uh, I think, Danny... We're probably ready to get right into it. I guess so. You aren't sure where this Bill guy is planning to meet you, just that it's somewhere in Culloden Manor. It's a creepy old building. No wonder they give ghost tours here. If you really are a descendant of the Culloden's and you somehow gain possession of this place, you're definitely tearing it down as soon as possible. I should have probably asked, are both of you descendants of the Culloden's or just one of you who brought a tag along? Uh, we, we both are. We are twins excellent <laughs> oh okay you identical or fraternal we, you can tell we're, we're we're not identical physically but we have identical accents <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh so i'm assuming matthew you're the danny devito in this case i yes, am i'm the danny you. i'm the danny devito of this thank situation thank you so much for this no i'm the danny devito <laughs> <laughs> you wander around the manor area looking for signs of life the front looks pretty dead but around the side, you spot a light shining out from a large window. You head towards it and, hey, there's a door right there leading straight into where you want to go. You aren't sure how old this house is, so maybe this is a servant's entrance or something. Bit weird for Bill to wait for you in a servant area, but whatever, you don't know how things work. The door opens easily enough, and it looks like you were 
sort of right. You're stepping into the kitchen. So you've entered into the top right corner of the room and you see against the right wall a separate stove and oven. Against the bottom wall is a fridge, a cabinet full of tableware and a closed door. In the top left corner, there's a built-in device that looks like a small propane gas tank. The rest of the left wall is bare apart from yet another closed door. And in the north wall is a single big window. The centre of the room is taken up by a long wooden bench, above which are several hanging implements, like ladles. But there's no bill. You walk across the room and try both the closed doors just in case, but both are locked. Sighing, you turn around to leave and look for him somewhere else. He hasn't even called to tell you he's arrived, which he promised he would. Maybe this is all one big joke. You reach for the handle of the door that leads back outside. Funny, you don't remember closing it. And you certainly don't remember locking it. You rattle it a few times unsuccessfully, and when you finally give up, you hear a whisper coming from right behind you. You feel cold air on the back of your necks. Who dares request food at my door? You aren't believers in this haunted house business, but that spooks you. It feels really real. You think you should try to find a way out of here. I mean, there must be a spare key for one of these doors. Yeah, there must be. Let's ransack the place. <laughs> First thing to do. What is a ladle for hanging from? from a ladle. All oh, right. Okay. So for for the for you, Dave, a ladle is uh, like a, a soup large scoop. A, I wasn't going to say soup scoop, but yes, it's a it's a soup scoop. A large handled spoon that you use to scoop soup. Oh, and they're hanging. Oh, just like you would. Oh, yeah. Okay. We we have that. What yeah. was that in? What's it's like, that? In, whatever, it's like a like, mix between a spoon and a frog. What? Like you know, like when a frog puffs out its, its no, uh, no, what? it's not. All right, it's definitely. Let me not. try that again. It's a mix between a spoon and a pelican. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. That yeah, makes okay. more sense. I can see that. There you go. It's a mix between a spoon and a pelican. Sure. Wow. Interesting. Sure. Um, I would first like to um, to see what we need to open these doors. If it's just a regular luck, so I, I would like to take a look at the um, the bottom door. Yeah, the door in the south wall. So, obviously, the handle doesn't budge. There is a single, pretty ornate-looking keyhole, and it's kind of big. You could probably peek through it, but if you do, all you see is a dim, dusty hallway that you assume leads to the rest of the house. Okay. Can we scream the word, help, help, I'm locked in the kitchen? Through that, please. (laughs) Totally. Does that work? And if Bill is in the rest of the house somewhere, he's blatantly ignoring you. Wow, that's 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 typical Bill. I am liking Bill less and less now. The more I get to know him, <laughs> yeah, typical Bill. Uh, let's take How a look at the other. The, yeah, the yeah, other the door. door. All right, so the door to the west wall. That's the one. Yeah, it's also locked. There is a similar big keyhole. Ooh, but there's also a small keyhole underneath that one. So this one's double locked, which is kind of odd. If you peek through the big keyhole here, you see that it leads to another smaller section of kitchen, like a scullery sort of area, the cleaning yep. sort of area. You don't really see much of interest from where you are through that, but it may just be because you're looking through a keyhole, you can't see much. It's very confusing, though, that something that boring would need two locks. Yeah, there's something there. All right, I say, can we go to the bench in the middle of the table, in the middle mm-hmm. of the room, and uh, just have a general look around at the bench. 
I feel like that's yeah, a good starting place. Dave, how do you feel about that? I, I wanted to ask you if you were hungry, but okay. <laughs> well, we could make a, do you want to make a light snack first? We are in the kitchen. Well, no, let's do the bench thing first. Oh, fair enough. I mean, You're in a want. very old kitchen. I don't know how much you should trust any ingredients you find. <laughs> yeah. This bench is presumably where all your food preparation would get done. The surface is more or less bare. Looks like it hasn't been touched in decades. And if you run your fingers along the edge, you get some very clear dust lines. But there is one thing sitting on here. It's a single piece of paper with some old school typewriter written words on it. For best cleanser of inorganic substances, mix German silver into hot water. Interesting. What do you think it means? At this point, we don't, we don't have enough to go on. That's just a riddle. That means nothing. So let's bear that in mind as we carry on looking. Are you happy to do that, Dave? I, I'm, I'm happy, but I would like to mention that I know that German silver is not silver at all. Just saying. There's, there's mm. something else that is silver... That has silver in it, but in German silver, there is no silver. <laughs> Look it up, people. Still, so we don't know if that's pertinent information or just something that you happen to know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I whack a periodic table out of my pocket and we start. No, so Naturally. let's go over to the stove and the oven. Yep. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Have a poke around. All right, which which would you like to look at first? The stove. Yeah. Cool. The stove is off and none of the buttons or switches seem to be working. However, they must have worked at some point because there's a piece of paper lying here and the bottom of it has been singed off. So you pick it up and you read what's written on it. And this one is a bit longer, so you probably won't be able to get every word down, but see what seems pertinent. (laughs) Lee, you're the only one I can tell this to. My husband is going mad with cruelty and I've made the decision that I must leave before our child is born. I fear for the safety and temperament of everyone in this house, even you, my dear Lee. Mike's anger is poisoning this place and everybody in it. My son, I do believe it will be a son, must not grow up to become like him. I pray that you learn the error of your ways so one day I can return and we can sing and make music together again. In my memory, enjoy... And it's at this point that the words are burned away. But, you know, you think you've got the idea. You believe from your bits of research into the Culloden's that this must have been written by Katrina, the lady of Culloden Manor. So this is probably how your family line started and why nobody realised that you were part of the family. Katrina left and her husband, Mike Culloden, never got to add the new child to the family documents. So this note, first of all, I'll say... uh... I started writing it down and then after about sentence three, I thought, nah, I'm not going to write this down. But yep. why was it at the stove? I'm going to assume it was because someone was trying to get rid of the evidence and burn it. That makes sense, right? Also, again, we don't know enough. That now we we know enough to know we don't know anything is where I feel we're at at this. So can we look at the oven this yes. time? Oh, that's odd. This oven is on, like on, on and really hot. Wow. The thing is, none of the dials on it look like they're working. They don't respond to you, so you can't turn it off, which is a shame because you can see a small metal box sitting in the very back of the oven, but it's literally red hot. There's no way that grabbing it would be an option. Can we open it up? Yeah, can we open the oven just to, you know, let the heat dissipate a little bit? Or we're going to have to turn the oven off, aren't we? Let's face it, that's what we need to do. Hmm. Well, look, you try to open it up a little bit and... You have to 
shut it pretty quickly because standing right next to that open oven, the heat just pours out at you. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Whatever Classic. temperature it's somehow set on, it's too high. It's just like too the high. Ark of the Covenant. It's okay. The heat was how that Okay, so we start opening a window? I think if we can open a window, our problems are already solved. So that's probably not an option. No, I know. My... Uh, I have an idea. So, I reckon... Do we know... Is this an electric oven or a gas oven? It's probably gas, right? Because it's old. Presumably. I reckon we go to the propane gas tank thing that's in the corner of the room and see if we can turn it off there. Wow. Amazing. Is that an idea? I feel as though that might be an idea. (laughs) It is. Oh, God. I just want to get... All I need, right, is to get one clue right, and I will feel like I've done something. That's how I always feel when I do escape rooms trivia nights. As long as there's one thing that I can be proud of, I just need to contribute. Danny, I just need to contribute once. That's all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're going over to the gas tank? Big time. Cool. So it's a medium-sized old rusty tank, presumably with gas inside. You assume it's for heating water, powering the stove, maybe the oven. Oh, you don't. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <go on. laughs> um, the thing is, you don't actually see any way of knowing whether it's functional or not. It's not making any sounds or anything, and there isn't a tap or a lever or anything to turn it on or off. The only thing connected to it at all is an orange pipe that feeds into the wall. All right. Is there a spot that used to have a lever on it or something? Doesn't look like it. I was going to say, should we tap on it to see if it's how much gas is in there? But I do not know enough about gas to know if that would make a difference. That would not also, do I. It doesn't make a difference, but you <laughs> wouldn't be able to, to know how much is in it. By exactly. It's like me going up to a, imagine me going up to a, a large gas silo, tapping on it and knowing any information about it from doing that. It's just nonsense. <laughs> I reckon we go over to the fridge now. Yeah, but first acknowledge that this thing <laughs> must be on and supplying the, the oven with the gas, so we need to turn this off to get the box out of the oven. Oh, I'm That's Why right. isn't the stove working? Oh, my God. That's a good point. It's all so confusing. It is confusing. <laughs> I just assumed the stove was busted. What's your plan? What's your plan, Dave? Uh, we go to the fridge because that's where we keep all the keys. Oh, it's a key fridge. That's right. It's a key fridge. <laughs> well, this fridge is actually so old-fashioned, you're a little bit surprised that you even recognised it as a fridge. Mm. It's definitely not electrically powered like a modern one, and it doesn't even seem to be connected to the gas. It's almost just like a cold box style thing. And despite or perhaps because of it being so old, it's kind of still working. There's actually food in here maintaining its cold temperature. Everything from old cheese to really icicly frozen ice cream. Again, I said earlier, none of it looks in any way like you'd want to eat it. That answers my next question. So, yeah. well, The most interesting thing that you see in here is a block of chocolate. But the thing is, it's about as big as a brick. Wow. I reckon I'm just going to throw this out there. I reckon we need to. I reckon we melt down that chocolate and see what's inside it. I just have a feeling that's something we could do. Yeah. Can we melt it in the oven at all? Well, you actually like again. You go over to that oven door 
And as soon as you open it a crack, the heat blasts out. So actually, you don't need to put the chocolate in the oven. It starts oozing in your fingers. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hold something. it as close as you can handle without scalding you well not scalding just burning yourself and the chocolate drips into messy blobs on the floor you'll clean it up later and you notice that some of the weight of the chocolate isn't dripping away you look in your hand and in the middle of your palm is a heavy chocolate covered key wow it's big and old-fashioned with three long teeth you know how keys have teeth yes (laughs) so is it an ornate key that would fit into an ornate ornate keyhole in the south in the south door uh it does not fit into the south wall door yeah we then go and try every other keyhole in the whole room cool it actually fits in the one the ornate one for the west door the one to the scullery it fits in there but of course there was a second lock on that door so it doesn't open but hey, that's progress. We've made and progress. And I stuck my Dave. tongue out at Bill because he didn't think that melting the chocolate <laughs> was a thing that people's first instinct that's, would be. Look, let we'll discuss this in the follow-up <laughs> episode next week. I'll tell yeah. you what I was thinking. So you stay tuned yeah, next yeah. week, everybody at home. So I reckon we haven't checked the, the cabinet. There's a cupboard wear. with the tableware in it. Yeah, yeah, I reckon we check that now and hope for some goodness to come out of it. Look, it's you open the doors up of it, and it's full of very old, very precious-looking plates and cups. Some of them are glass, some are porcelain, some brassy, some are a mix of more than one thing. None of them looks suspicious or out of place or has any strange labels on it, but they all look very fragile, so be careful with those. <laughs> one thing we haven't looked... So I don't think there's any... Oh, there's got to be There's got to be something. That's got to be there for a reason. But I was yeah. just about to say, ignore that. Well, it's got to be there for a reason. <laughs> we've got a, a brass cup, you said, right? Yeah, some of them are. Some of them, but a, it's It's not, a big mix. Because it's a mix, and we have the German silverware, which is probably brass-like. Just saying. Just saying. One thing we haven't looked at right is there was stuff hanging over the... Uh, the bench in the middle of the room. I realised that we haven't... I realised we have not checked that. We just... And I thought we had, but we hadn't. We just checked the bench, <laughs> not what's above the bench. That's true. And because exactly. it's like uh, the shape of a, a pelican, let's see if it's hiding something. <laughs> yeah, it's a spoon with a... It's like a mix between a spoon and a... It's a spoonikin. A spoonikin. Yeah, let's let's look at the spoonikin. I'll be honest with you. There's right. al- There's already a word for it, and it's ladle. So, I'm... <laughs> all yeah, right. We... So let's go take a look at these soup scoops. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the soup scoops. Everyone understands that. So there are seven large metal ladles hanging here in a row. You examine the one on your far left. Doesn't really matter which direction you're coming from. Just left, and you see on its handle there's a big letter F. Ignore that and move on. Excellent. The one next to it has a big letter G. Okay. And the one after that has an A. A, uh, But then the ones after that, I don't know, they've faded or something. Those are the only three that have letters on them. Oh, how diggity damn. So I have an idea. The one piece of information I took from that burnt note. Yes, music. That we found in that thing was 
and sing songs again or whatever it was. Yeah. Now, mm. that was a very odd thing to say because well, no one Well, if you see how that. I have drawn these ladles, it's musical notes. It is. Yeah, I noticed that when I drew the ladles, I was like, they look like musical notes. So I reckon, and FGA, <laughs> musical notes. I reckon we have almost half an idea of what's going on there. Yeah. Which doesn't actually mm. help, but is does exist. Um, nice. are, they, uh, are they of different length? I'm just asking to see if there's some kind of musical they pattern. They are pretty similar, but they have subtle differences in scoop size. Uh, okay, is that's that the technical? Yeah, is that... no, what, no one would have seven of the it... same, so you would have different sizes for different exactly. uses. Okay. Yeah. It's F- like a little G- family of different sized pelicans <laughs> rather than just a collection of pelican siblings. How we could make a Disney film out of it. How delightful. <laughs> what we've got now is... we've. I think we've looked pretty much at everything. And Except I, for the window. Oh, we haven't looked through the window. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I've listened... The thing <laughs> is, right, I've listened to this podcast before numerous times. And eventually, halfway through every episode, someone says, we never looked out the window. So we're going to look <laughs> out the window right this now. Is, this is even better because earlier... Dave tried to prompt you to look at the window. Yes, I did. And you were just like, well, windows. There wouldn't be any windows, Dave. Dave, <laughs> d- edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I come up with the idea. I nudge Dave abruptly in the shoulder and say, Dave, it's about time we looked out the window, don't you think? And he says, yes, Matthew, you're oh, a genius. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. The- yeah, then we go over to the window and we have a gander. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of dirty and grimy and dark in here, so you're looking forward to getting this window open, and maybe you can even climb out um, oh, well, yeah, as you that, approach it. We could have thought of that yeah. before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Look, as soon as you approach the window, you see that escape isn't really an option. You don't see a way to get it open, and not only that, there are three thick horizontal bars running across the outside of the glass to stop intruders. So, yeah, you won't be climbing out anytime soon. Okay. It does look like the bars have been historically necessary. There are some big holes in this glass. Like someone's tried to punch their way through or shoot their way through. You hope that isn't how the chef died. Wow. And you have a supplementary image. For people listening at home, you can see an image of the window in the show notes below. But yeah, guests, when you've got a look at that, could you tell us what you see? Well, we are looking at... Uh, the window with the three bars in it, and this looks musical to me. It looks musical as hell, Dave. Yeah, you said you said bars. That's a musical reference, I'm sure, that we added in. Mm. Very clever, Dave. You're a genius. Uh, <laughs> Dave, do you read music at all? I do a little, yeah. And if well, this is... can you can you read that? Uh, the first one is a B. Except when you're in Germany, then it's an H, I think. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. Then you. What do the Germans know about classical it's, music? It's terrible <laughs> that they. <laughs> it, it, it's really weird. The only thing is, the, it, it allows you to write the name Bach. You're able to. Oh, write come on. Um, that, that, that's the, the, the one thing. Uh, so then we have an F, and then we have an A, and then we have, uh, what is it, uh, a D, and then an E. Yeah, FGA was uh, was the the ladles we have, yeah. but yeah. The, yeah. these cool. things should write B, F, A, D, E. 
Yeah. So what we're looking at here are the holes in the window lining up with the but with the lines that go across the window to make it look like a stave in music. Yeah. So it's there's five lines and and holes all scattered about which look like the look like they correspond to the musical notes. But again, I I don't know if if knowing those musical notes uh, would be part of of this room, but um I I would think not. Or I we'll find that. something somewhere that says Oh, by the way, <laughs> if you want to read notes, this is what they they are called. Mm. Um, well, it says B fade. Uh, if that helps, I don't think it does. <laughs> <laughs> I thought ghosts we... like to fade away. Ghosts be fading. Ghosts yeah. be fading. <laughs> they That's be fading on the reg. That's true. <laughs> um, I wish we had more of something. I wish we. I wish that when you had read those out. I would have been able to have gone. Oh yes, of course, but I'm, I haven't had that feeling yet. So, uh, but remember when I found that key in the chocolate? That was pretty amazing, wasn't it? No. Yeah. Well, the first <laughs> thing I wanted to do is take that brick of chocolate and throw it through the window, but now it's it's all barred. We can't get out. Um, uh, we, we have to combine those ladles with those bars somehow, or I don't know how. Yeah, I feel like I want to kind of arrange the ladles in that format, B-F-A-D-E, and then w- listen around for a clicking noise of some kind, hopefully. But I don't <laughs> yeah, know if that's true. There's no way to, to hang them, right? I mean, we can hang them on the bars, but then they're all the same length, just different yeah, size. They're, all, of... they're already hanging pretty nice and neatly. Yeah, we should not. They, they look like they're in their places. Hmm. I think we've come to that point at the podcast where we both would look at each other and say, hell, we're living here now forever. Yes, yeah, we're, we're, we're dying in this kitchen eating old ice cream. Um, the prop- Why is the stove not working? That is still a question that has to be solved. I think the weirder question is actually why is the oven working? Yeah. Because you messed with its dials and things and it didn't seem to have any effect. That's true. Let's take a look, another look at the at the oven. We cannot open it up. We can we unplug it? Is there uh, is there a gas? No, there doesn't seem to be. You have no idea what is currently powering this thing when nothing else seems to have power. It's very strange, very peculiar. Current very currently eerie. something to do with either electric current or raisins. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> probably you raise an interesting question. <laughs> so we've looked in the tableware thing. We've looked in the fridge. We've looked at the oven and the stove. We've looked at the propane gas. We've looked at the bench. We've looked above the bench, and we've looked through the window. What What are we missing? I mean, um, the only things the only other things in the room are the doors. Is there a sink if, of any sort in this kitchen? That isn't. That's a little bit odd, but maybe it's in the scullery section. It's yeah. probably it's, it's in the scullery section, Dave. You absolute numped. I reckon. Did we look in the bench? We looked on top of the bench, but is there an underneath the bench or an on? There in- is an underneath of the bench. Yeah. Oh, oh we ignore in, in that. My head, Move on. A bench is just something to sit on, and so when you started saying it was a work uh, a workspace, okay, uh, let's look inside the bench. It's so hard trying to work with. 
the very subtle language yeah, things. Yeah, but hey, that's, uh, that's... The thing is, Dave, it's still a three-dimensional object which has an underneath. It is, it does. Of... Yeah. Well, I, just like on... the, I just like that the entire time, Dave's had a picture in his head that, like, while someone is, like... <laughs> Working with the with the fridge and getting the cutlery out. Someone else just leaning, sitting on a bench, like, yeah, you get that. I'm just gonna it's sit like here. It's like a park bench in the middle of the room, <laughs> yeah, just in the middle of the kitchen, dedicated to someone that's dead. It's fantastic. All right, yeah, we uh, we we get underneath that bench and give it a good and have a good look. Yeah. Okay. So under here, yes. there are a couple of discarded spoons that must have just fallen at some point. And there's something else too. It looks like a very thin, very old pamphlet and just like one page. And on the front of it, you read a beginner's guide to reading music. Uh-huh. <laughs> and along with those, big picture of a treble clef. And on the other side, yep, it tells you very basically how to read music notes. And being the professionals you are, you don't need to know that. You already do. We check that against what we already said the musical notes read just to make sure we got it right. Yes, you got it right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and that's good. And now I'm slightly annoyed as the one thing we've now found is the only thing we've solved. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that the worst? When I, you find yeah. the thing that helps you do the thing you've already done. So we have fallen down spoons? So would yeah. the, were they part of the ladle sec- uh, things? No, these are just regular little spoons. Okay. Is there anything special about these spoons? There's no, no, there's no like instructions on one of them. Is there like that says how to get out this room by any chance? <laughs> nah, I think they're all pretty normal. One isn't actually a key, is it? Just check for us, <laughs> would you? You can try. It does not fit in any of the keyholes. The thing is, what we need is some hot water and some yeah. German silver. Uh, we have neither like of spoons? those things. Hmm. Yeah, like. But you also sp- don't really have anything to clean either. No, oh, that's true. Uh, that's true. Oh, maybe we should know. Uh, the, the, the ladles are faded away. Could we clean them? We clean. Well, then we just we, come back we, to the. You don't have the water or the German. <laughs> no, silver. that's true. That's yeah. Yeah, it seems like they've just faded away with time. It's not a dirt thing. That's a bad attitude. You probably, you might be able to guess what they might have said once upon a time. I feel like we've got a riddle here with the with the B F A D E. A B C D. But. Yeah. Oh God, we are so we are so screwed. We don't deserve any of this money. Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed in this. I was so sure that when we went underneath that bench, things would start opening yeah. up like hotcakes. <laughs> okay, if, they if... D- that just told you that you were on the right track. That's yeah. true. So we looked under the bench, and then we found out and the music book. Spoons. Then we looked at the window, and we saw that there was musical notes. I'm trying to think of how we would have done this in a logical way if we'd have actually. Found, uh, found, gone found with this, the, yeah. I still feel like we have to do something with those ladles and the musical notes to make mm-hmm. something happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we cannot, we cannot change the ladles. We cannot change the the holes in the in the window. So. No, that would be a bit weird. Yeah, so that would be weird. So we need to put something in those holes, or at, or or should we get something out of it, like B fade, B fade what? Uh, F G E. The other four would have been A B C D, but probably not in. Um... Well, it was uh, it was F G A, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, F G A. Would you believe that in Dutch an A? 
Yeah. Uh, no, we wouldn't believe that. that. I'm not thinking about this. But it's, it was my fault. I'm not designing my rooms in Dutch. Ah, this is so stupid. Uh, so we've got B, C, D, E coming up. B, C, D, E. Would that help? Um, can we I'm not swing I've, them I've, I've, in this I've, order? Can we oh, use the spoon and, and click tick against them as if they were... Uh, musical instruments. Okay. You take one of your spoons and you give one of them a ding and it makes a bit of a tinny, but it's kind of nice. A uh, note that rings out and echoes through so the kitchen. Sad. It was the E thing and the A that that uh, put me on this. Okay, please uh, play B-Fade with the spoons on the things. B-F-A-D-E. It's a bit of an unusual sort of thing, but... It kind of works. You tap out these notes on the ladles, ending on a rather high E. And as that high note rings out, it doesn't fade away as quickly as the other notes do. It keeps going. In fact, it seems to be growing louder. And then it hits you that this note is no longer coming from the ladle itself, but from somewhere else in the room, somewhere else in the kitchen. You can't quite figure out where. When the note finally stops, there's only a second of silence before a new series of note rings out, all on its own, repeating the same melody that you just tapped, only it's louder, and it almost, almost sounds like someone singing. The notes come again and again, louder every time, until at last the high note is so ear-splitting that you two have to clasp your hands to the sides of your heads, and even that doesn't help much. And then you hear a crack. And the singing stops. For good, it seems. Whew. You look around, and while you still can't tell where that singing came from, the crack is another matter. You think it came from the crockery cabinet. The tableware cabinet. Firstly, Let's... I need to say how angry I am at us for not getting this earlier when yeah. <laughs> you said that the ladles were different sizes. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> so, now so obvious that uh, Matthew, I Matthew, do you have... My... A... Do you have a degree of some sort? I have a degree in music, Dave. Uh, oh, so, uh, yeah, I do. And you are uh, professional. You didn't cover what? ladles? <laughs> I play the spoons. I think you're fine. No, so, okay, we go over to the Tupperware, uh, the crockery uh, mm. cabinet, yeah. whatever we're calling it. There's there's a language barrier <laughs> happening right now. Yep. Uh, we go over to the Cabinet that, of stuff. The stuff cabinet the, of food stuff. We go over to the, uh, the crap drawer and we grab whatever's broken. <laughs> we have a look and we have a rummage again. Yeah, you take a look, you head over to inspect the cabinet, and that singing voice's final high note has cracked one of the glasses. Its two halves have fallen away from the metal base in a very cartoony sort of way, where it's just one jagged lightning bolt line, and then they've gone off sideways. And you really hope that this wasn't an antique, but this is the coloured and manner, of course it was an antique. You have a look to see if you can carefully put it back together. But when you grab the base, you notice something odd. Embedded inside that base is a long, brassy, old-fashioned three-toothed key. Oh. Wow. First Ignore off, let, that. Let us, this, is, this glass is broken. <laughs> it's a dead end. It is now the new name of our podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, we... we take that key and put it in a door. Any door that will have that key will fit. I reckon the one that 
We, is it small enough to go in, in the, the small keyhole for it the scullery? It isn't, unfortunately. It's Damn another it. big old one. So we well, put then. it in the other the key in the, in the other big door then. It also doesn't fit in the south door one. In fact, it actually fits in the keyhole for the door that leads back outside where you came in. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're Let's free. Just get the hell out of is that what we want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Brilliant, why not? So you fit the key in that lock and you pull on the door and it moves a couple of centimetres before jamming on something. What? You look around, but you can't see any obstruction anywhere. You try pushing the door, same thing. You get it as far open so that you can like reach one arm through or the start of one leg, but the rest of you would get completely stuck. You shake the door handle in a bit in frustration, trying to loosen it. But as you do that, a voice roars in your ear. Wow. Who dares request food at my door? The best for the master, scraps for the poor. Do you know what? I'd forgotten we've been hearing voices at the start of this. And, yeah, we, we uh, kind we probably of... should be more worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> What's um, annoying is we found another key and it and it, we're still no further in solving the whole problem. Don't discount what you just did. Like you did just have an achievement. Yeah. Um. Could we check what some more in, inspect a bit more what what's going on with that door? It's just so not opening, is it? You take a peek outside the door itself. No, it's just not opening far enough for you to get a whole body through. Um, you can see the outside where you came from, grass, footpath, coming all the way up to a doormat, but yeah, you just can't squeeze your way through. Could, could we grab the doormat, look under it? You could, and you feel around, you can grab the doormat, you could bring it inside if you want, but it doesn't seem to be very helpful. But underneath it, you do find a key. Oh, thank God. Thank Is it a small heavens. key? No, it's it's still another big one. It's a bit different from the one you used on this door. It's like still it's long and brassy and ornate, but it's only got one tooth. Can we We put it, it in that closed yeah, in the closed door, in the in the big door. This please. Yeah, this one, the door in the south wall that goes into the hallway, the That's key the one. turns in the lock. But no. just like the door leading outside, <laughs> it doesn't open more than a couple of centimeters. And once again, you hear a terrible voice come from behind you. You're starving, it hurts. Might you have some lamb stew? If bread fills up the birds, it can fill you up too. <laughs> I like these. <laughs> I like this person who's screaming at us. They sound fun. I like, I like people who, who rhyme in general. I think that's, that's it's a nice. nice way to talk. Yeah. It's um, like they're dead, but they're still quite playful. It's quite, it's nice. <laughs> uh, could we... Um... Yeah, so you have you have three keys, three doors, none of which have unlocked properly for you. <laughs> yeah. So that... <laughs> uh, could we look in, in through the, the the small crack of this door? Or... Yeah. The hallway is really unexciting. Like, you can't see any other open doors or anything. No lights. Just seems to lead to the rest of the house. Should we worry about Bill at this point? I mean, we should all be worried about Bill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you peek I out in the hallway, and Bill's just out there playing on his phone. <laughs> uh, so we cannot see. Is that something we can grab? We've got this door now. That's no, not this time. 
that we are on the right track here, but what did we gain by doing yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. Uh, can I go over to that orange cable that's connected to the propane tank and just oh, the pipe? Yank, yeah, and yank on it well, for about it's a, five minutes. It's a pipe. It's not very yangable. I still feel like I would probably, in the real world, tr try it an extra couple times until I gave up. But uh, I still, you would, well, like you said, you know this ghost gas, is playful. Yeah. You're not in serious danger yet. Okay. And also, if the gas is working, stomping that pipe make, just might make everything much worse. Yeah. All better. I mean, who knows? <laughs> uh, oh god, damn it! Do. When I said, when I thought about doing this, I said, yeah, I'll do this. I hope I don't get dreadfully stuck halfway through and seem like a yeah. dum-dum. For what it's worth, you're getting the places you're getting stuck are exactly the places that Bill's getting stuck in his playtest. So. Oh, yeah, but I wasn't really trying. Wow. <laughs> 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 um, so there's nothing in that tableware thing now. Well, there is, but we've kind of got what we mm. wanted out of there. We've got yeah. the thing out the fridge. You have now the thing, the things in your inventory to achieve the next steps. Can we, Dave, read out our inventory while I pretend that I should know everything that we have? <laughs> well, I, I think you, we we know. Off you go, what, Dave. What is, I, I I think we know where everything is and and what it does, but we just have to combine it in some sort. I mean, we've acquired mm. some keys, but all the keys are now indoors, correct? Yes, you now have the three, well, three out of a presumed four keys. Yeah. You have these three big fancy keys. Um, okay, let's take a look at those keys because they had different um, uh, teeth. Number, teeth yeah. on it. Yeah. Two of them were identical and they had three long teeth, uh, but one of them only had a single tooth. Okay. Excellent. And just to make sure we're, we're all in the same sort of like, and for the listeners at home, yeah, just so we're all picturing the same sort of keys. The way these keys are, they're those classic old fashioned, like heavy sort of, you know, hmm. metal keys. They've got like a, like a, maybe a fancy ornate loop at one end, then a long thin body. And then at the end, two of them have three teeth coming out. So all the same size mm -hmm. coming out of the end of that key. It's all facing the same direction. And then one of them only has a single tooth coming out right near the end of the key, right near the, uh, the, the far end. I can add a fancy paint diagram to our yeah. show notes. Um, if, if people are having trouble picturing those keys. I feel like, like... Classic big heavy door. I, I, I have something. I don't know if you have the same thing. I feel like that could be a word or some numbers or It is something. a word. It's a name. Wait, hold on. You've got to give it to Matthew because he really wants a win. <laughs> I found a key in the chocolate. I don't need a win. <laughs> What's the word, uh, Dave? I forgot your name then for half a second. <laughs> well, we've got um, two keys that have three teeth at the bottom. And if you look at that, you could say that is an E or an A. Yeah, uh, that's... An e. yeah that's an E. <laughs> and you've got one that has just one, one thing. And if you put that one tooth at the bottom it would be an l oh We've it's got... lee isn't it it's lee it's... and we had lee earlier in the thingy with jiggy uh lee was in that note correct yeah lee was in yes, the note. lee was the person that the note was addressed to who was seemingly the chef of this kitchen so possibly the one who's been yelling at you what yeah so now so... we know that that's something we know 
Uh, great. Does it help uh, us? Lee. Mm. Uh, well, we have nowhere to put these keys. That's the main problem because we've put them everywhere that they will go. And yet it didn't seem to have the desired effect. Correct. When you did so. Mm. Can we switch the keys up around and play with, just put all the different keys in the different locks and see what happens? Oh, that's not how keys work. <laughs> <laughs> they <sighs> definitely only fit in their one lock. We need to find we need to find seven more keys that spell the word Katrina. So I think that's where we that's what <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> okay, I feel it's stove how do you or feel? oven time. It has to be right. Yeah, I just don't know how Lee is going to help us solve this stove or oven. Okay, we go back over to the stove and how and inspect it further in some way to see the if the stove. To the best of your ability, is completely and utterly normal. It's just non-functional. The oven, on the other hand, seems like it isn't responding to you whatsoever, but it is working, and you cannot figure out what is making it work. But you also know that there is a goddamn ghost in here. Yeah. So who knows what the logic of certain things is going to be? I think Maybe we... you need to appeal to this ghost. I was just about to say this. I think we shout out Lee to this ghost yeah. and ask the ghost. Let's see if he what reacts he to it. Yeah. Lee, the are ghosts... you there? Yes. What do you want? It's me, Lee. Hello. <laughs> no. no. I'm a ghost. I'm a Damn friendly it. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, the ghost doesn't seem to respond to your words. It seems to have only been responding to your actions and things that you've been doing. To the kitchen. I, sh- I I give the ghost the finger quite abruptly and very, very obtusely. Oh, it's so rude. Well, Why would you do I, this? I mean, the ghost is behind you, so you just look foolish. Well, who are you giving the finger to? Some other ghost? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... We need to do something to this room that makes something happen. But that feels yeah, as if that's the point been... of it. I'm gonna What's been making the ghost respond? Doors. We, when we've been jangling the door, when we played with the doors or moved the doors, the ghost has started doing stuff. Yeah. Can we knock on the door? Just, just have a, just knock on some of the doors and see what happens then. Doesn't seem to help. Go <sighs> okay. with it. But if you put the things that you've worked out together, you'll, you'll get there. You, you, you're <sighs> almost there. Don't even start because. <laughs> Can we close all the doors back up? Because mm-hmm. just to close them, sure. just to stop the draft, I think, mainly. Makes sense. Lee, the keys, can we put them down somewhere? Um, could it be musical keys? Well, um, what key, the key, key, of, the key of, L. of L. I don't know. I mean, I know. Yeah, I know. We've, I know. We've... <laughs> da- damn it. My only, my only recourse now to sound smart is just to belittle everything that Dave says for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you turn keys so we turn them around and then look and it says 337 or something like that I don't know maybe but you're, I mean you're, you're closer you do turn keys that's how you use keys yes but, you, you, but, but, but is, when do you turn a key when, it's... when you lock something okay should we lock the doors well, I already said we should close the doors. So yep. we go back and double lock them and then... Tell me one at a time what you do. Oh, we have to do it in that 
uh, L-E-E form. Close the door using that L key and then use mm -hmm. the scullery key and then use the other one. That should cool. spell so Lily. you put those keys back in their door and whether they actually lock or just turn, that doesn't matter too much. But as long as you get the south door with the L and then the two E's, the whole room seems to shudder. The whole house seems to shudder. Ugh. You feel the vibration run through your hands and then it goes quiet. Everything goes quiet. You look around and you see that the oven has now switched itself off. No. How is that possible? The ghost was powering it the whole time. Oh, unbelievable. We go to the oven, open it up. It's all of a sudden oak, cold enough for... Cold is probably not the right word. Uh, you probably have to wait a couple of minutes, but yeah, eventually the metal box that's in there stops glowing with white hot fire. You pull the box out, you open its lid, and inside there's a key, which is completely different from the others you've handled. This one is small and it's more modern. Let's we go, go to, to the, the scullery, scullery door, door and, and mm -hmm. use it there. So you take that tiny key and with both keys in this door to the scullery now, it finally opens. You enter this Don't much Don't say smaller, finally like room. that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> after long, long last. Uh, after what felt like years of slow puzzle solving. <laughs> you take a look around this scullery area. There is a sink for washing dishes. There's a towel on a rack beside it, a large set of cupboards, and a small table. Look on the small table. See what's on it. Mm -hmm. This is actually a little bit sad. The table is set for one, as if the scullery maid did her work and then was forced to eat in here alone once she was done cleaning. Oh. So you got plate, knife, fork, glass, napkin. And the napkin has something written on it in a coal-like substance. What is written? And that is your next supplementary image. Again, you for tell people me. listening at home, you can check the show notes. There'll be a link to this image as well, so you can see it yourself. But, Matthew, would you like to give us a description of what we're seeing? We are seeing a, 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 an immaculate drawing, if I'm perfectly honest. Of <laughs> um, It kind of looks like it says G-S, and then underneath it, there's like a semicircle with a backwards S. The next to that, there's a U and then like an N squiggle. But essentially, it's a, it's a napkin covered in squiggles, I would have to say. Which letters did you get? You got a G, an S? Gesundheit. Um... Yeah, G, it looks like it looks like a GS on top, kind of ish. Yeah. Underneath it, it looks like C U U backwards S and like C underneath it is a backwards S. Then next to the C is a U, and underneath the U is an N. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's still more for you to do in this room. Yes. Let's okay. See so what we're going to do is. What we're going to do is we're not going to just concentrate on this. We're going to search the rest of the room. That's a sensible thing. Yes. Uh, what else was in this room again? There was a towel rack, was there something? No. Yeah, uh, <laughs> cupboards. Yep. To look towel in. sink and cupboards. Yep. So there's cupboards. Can we go, we'll go into the cupboards, please? So you take a look. You start opening doors one after the other. Most of them reveal nothing but empty shelves. One of the doors right near the bottom middle does show you something. 
There are three taps built into the back of the cupboard that lead into the wall. One red, one blue, one yellow. All of them are tightly turned off. But before getting further into that, you check the last few cupboard doors just in case, and good thing you do, because inside the very last one you try, you find a collection of small jars of powder and a mixing bowl. You check out the jars. There are six of them, all labelled. One says CU, one says FE, one says ZN, one says AL, one says SI, and one says C. Okay. Copper, aluminium, aluminium, zinc, cumin. Yeah. Cumin's, cumin's not an element. I think that's just a spice. Um, I made a joke about the periodic table quite a long time ago, and now mm. I feel as if that's probably something. Unless this just spells something, which is also possible. Let's try. And so is that zinc, I guess? Yeah, Maybe. it would be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, C fer- fer- is... is uh, iron? Yeah, which is iron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my notes, I just have, cool, you can either know them, can make a game out of guessing, or I could just label these jars with the full names rather than the symbols. It doesn't we, really matter. We but know if you the do elements. know your elements, it makes you feel accomplished. It's true. Um, yeah. I want to say SI is silicon. It yes. is. Because just S is sulfur. Uh, I want to say that C is, is C copper, I guess? Carbon. Carbon. Yep. Uh, uh, aluminum. I wanted. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and the other ones are the ones that you uh, t- are going to tell us. <laughs> uh, yep. So the CU was the copper. Yeah. And one of them was. Copper. Beyond that, I think you got them all: copper, iron, zinc, aluminium, silicon, carbon. Excellent. And Altered now. Carbon. And now I'm, with I'm that information, this this is called German silver. <laughs> In the right uh, things. I, all right, so what we do is we get all of these we get all of these ingredients. We probably could have just done this, couldn't we? Get all these ingredients, put them in a bowl. Well, do we have a bowl? <laughs> yeah, there was a mixing bowl there. Yeah, we just shove them all in a bowl. What's the worst yeah, that right, can happen? You, you take some of these powders, all of them, and stick them in the bowl, and I don't know, you just have kind of a mix of powder. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But then we add. Yeah, there's a. We then we add water. <laughs> What we have is, uh, what we need is a recipe, probably. And what we do mm-hmm. have is a note that says GS as nothing that makes sense. What are you looking for a recipe for? Of the German mm. silver. Yep. So you're looking for a recipe for German silver? Yeah. Yes. But I think it's just all, all this stuff in a thing with hot some hot water. Uh, what happens when we switch on the red tap? What happens? Uh, yeah, cool. So you turn on the red tap and you hear a faint hissing noise. It sounds kind of like gas. It, it's not just flowing randomly into the air. It seems like it's going into a pipe, but you don't notice any immediate change. Is the oven on? Uh, the, the, um, the stove? No, the stove still doesn't work. Okay. Uh, we switch it off and try blue. Same thing. Uh, and yellow. then yellow. Same thing. Okay. We switch all three of them on. Why not? Still doesn't seem to work. We just leave them on for now because it's only <laughs> gas. <laughs> uh, gas is going no, somewhere. No, 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 no. Um, there's only that many possibilities. So let's try red and blue. Come on. You can figure out why one of them is a correct answer. Okay. Um, 
then they 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 all do the same thing though. So, <laughs> but they may be leading different places. Some of them may be opening. Oh different my life! Things. The blue and the yellow makes orange, and we can we do that? <laughs> Hold what? on, sorry. Rethink that sentence. And by that I mean the red and the yellow make orange, <laughs> and that's something. <laughs> I was too excited to look at colours. I was. <laughs> I was important. Is I'm right. Oh, kind of. Well, but why do we need orange again? Because there's an orange pipe leading from the gas thing oh, to the stove, you. maybe. Thank you. So we yes. turn on the red and the yellow and then and then see what happens then. And not the blue, which is clearly a release valve for somewhere else. Yeah. And not so the that blue. ruins the whole thing. You hear the faintest of rumblings from the main kitchen and it's coming from the gas tank. Ah, looking at the gas tank and the stove, is this connected now? The stove seems like it would be working. We attempt to do something, turn the stove on. Okay, you can get some stove fire. Uh, we okay, go... so we get we get the mix of elements in the bowl. We get some water. We put <laughs> on the stove. Them, yep. Um, cool. So you have a bunch of powders that you've put in a bowl on a stove. Totally reversible if it goes wrong. <laughs> becoming some hot powders, but nothing amazing seems to be happening. Well, we would add you... some water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, I, yeah. It. So you go over to the sink, presumably, to get your water. Yes, and, sorry, I well, jumped a step. I, I, in my mind, we had put water in this mixture. Well, before before you turn on the taps, the water that was coming out of the tap was all cold, but now that you've turned on the gas, it's hot. Oh. So you don't even need the stove step. Oh, well, we turned the stove off. We don't want to leave it on. <laughs> we don't want to be wasteful. Right? <laughs> yeah, so you got your hot water, but I don't know, something about this mixture just... Seems like a bunch of powders. It doesn't seem quite right. Yeah, okay, let's go back to that note. See what it does. Uh, G-S-U-S-S-C. So That's it says nothing. G-S on one side and then on the <laughs> other side. Yeah, it says Oh my God, I forgot. Do you know what? I forgot that that, even that note existed just for a second. So I should probably, <laughs> we should probably look at that. Are any of those what we have? It's got, they must be. So... Now there's a C. That's the only one I. So, see. so well, CU is the. Oh, that's CU, the, and then we have. Yeah, copper, the other and then one would there's be S. the NZ. So I reckon we put the zinc, because if you look at the N's S the other way around, it could be NZ. A hey, my brain, maybe. I mean, I I I am grasping at straws here. You are. Uh, to me, that very Hold on, much. Sorry. So you you worked out already that it was that. So on the bottom one, there were two letters. One that looked like a backwards S and one that looked like an N, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what else looks like a backwards S? In in our in the alphabet of the language that we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's directed in my I don't know. I feel like I be honest, I think it's directed at both of us, so not knowing the answer to this painfully obvious question and I well, well, it's just, No, it's the, like you're fine, you've got the answer. Yeah, this is just, just a confusing weird. way of getting there. <laughs> like you're trying to find zinc, which is Z N, and you yeah. have a backwards S and an N. So, to me that's a Z and an N. Oh, that's a Z. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes oh, sense. good point. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a Z. Like it just looks describing the letter I'm Z. And I'm then just be like, mm, but maybe it's like New Zealand backwards or something. I'm complicating this way, way too much. It literally says what it's meant to say the way I'm reading it. 
So <laughs> just read read the letters as just reading the card explains the card. So uh, that's a uh, board game reference. Uh, so we've got zinc, <laughs> copper, and GS. Which do we have a GS? Nope. German silver is zinc and copper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what it is zinc and copper. Yeah. yeah. So we uh, we emptied the bowl we, somewhere. We, just yeah. we, we'll all clean right. it up later. You just we, throw your current mixture all over the floor where it belongs. Yeah. We filter the powders through a fine mesh and separate them all again and just mm. put in the zinc and the copper. <laughs> Excellent. And some water. Um, that's hot. You put your two powders in and you get some sink hot water. And now these powders fizz and dissolve in the water and they give it a cleansing, bubbly almost appearance. Wow. Nice. So now we go back to the note telling us to, um, for German silver, what was the note saying again? Sorry. Yeah, for cleaning inorganic messes. Oh, can we clean the window? I don't know why we should do that. No, the the window is actually in pretty good shape. What? All things considered. Needs cleaning. Yeah. Is there anything? The bench worktop was dirty. The the sink. The towel. Is there a towel? Do we look at the towel? There was a towel, and it was (laughs) rather encrusted with filth. I knew that. That's how all towels I own are. Let's clean that towel. (laughs) You drench this disgusting towel in your hot German silver mixture. Powdery fizziness clings to the grime and pulls it off the fabric. And underneath the greyness on this towel, a layer of white reveals itself. Oh, except there are some parts that aren't. And they're kind of reddish, almost like, well, you don't want to say bloodstains, but kind of like (laughs) bloodstains. I mean, the note did say that it would only clean off inorganic stains, so I suppose that makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say that. You wring the towel out, so you take a look. (laughs) The red stains spell out some words. They're like the most bizarre collection of words that you've ever seen. It is. It says, your ice cream and think of me. All right, so we get the ice cream. Let's go to the ice cream and think Mm -hmm. of me. Uh... Uh, the the me in this sentence, that's probably Katerina, or is that Katerina thinking of? It, I think it's from if you go by it being the end of the note, it's Katrina telling Lee the chef to enjoy one last ice cream while thinking of her. So that's what we do. We go and get the ice cream and we eat it. Mm-hmm. I said this at the start. That's the first thing I <laughs> said we should do. It's <laughs> so it's so old by now that eating it, no matter how much you try to dig your newfound spoons into it, it doesn't seem to work. But can we melt it? We are pretty right. we're pretty dead set on eating this ice cream. <laughs> Alright. So, so you you can take it over to your newly working stove and put it on the heat and take your spoons and once it starts cooling down, try to get a couple of scoops out of it. I mean, you're right right at the start. Melting did work for the chocolate, and this ghost cook liked ice cream. Maybe this will do something to the ghost. So the ancient ice cream starts to bubble into liquid in your hands, and your spoons start to go in more softly. You don't even get the chance to bring some of it up to your mouth, though, before the fridge that you took it from emits a sound. It emits a wailing sound. The cold air from it 
seems to reach towards you in misty tendrils, and it feels like it's trying to pull you towards it, and not only you, but everything. The ladles above the bench bend towards the south wall. Wow. All three door all three doors are rattling, but you manage to stand firm. And just waiting there, all of the ice cream melts. And when the last solid bit dissolves, the wind shifts. And instead of pulling, it starts rushing at you. And it rushes into the ice cream container. It happens for a few seconds, and then all of a sudden, stops. And on instinct, you slam the ice cream lid down. Melted ice cream, spoons and all, shutting it tight. It shudders in your grip. And then the wailing dies down to a muffled whimper. And then stops. Have we you just, look at each other. Have we just yeah. ghostbusted this? Yeah, have we just that's ghostbusted exactly this? what I was thinking. I, I think you've ghostbusted this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look at each other, feeling kind of badass. And then you look at the kitchen. Total disarray compared to when you walked in. There are objects thrown around. There's glasses shattered. There's chocolate on the floor. <laughs> there's various elemental powders in the scullery. You hope that when you own this place, you're not the one who has to pay to fix it. But there is one amazing upside in all of this ghostly wind. The door that leads outside has burst wide open. Ah. Or maybe it was just that you've contained the ghost that was keeping it shut. Wow. I mean, you aren't really sure what to do with this substance that was formerly ice cream, so you take it with you as you leave. Fresh air outside smells really good now. It's very unhaunted. <laughs> you round the corner of the manor and you see someone. There's a man racing up the driveway towards you. Oh, 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 oh sorry I'm late. Oh, you shut I'm your Bill. damn mouth. I'm sorry. You can go to hell. Look, there was there was a bit of an accident with... Wait, what is that you've got there? Is is something wrong? Uh, no, everything's good. I think we just caught a ghost. We only got here about 20 minutes ago. We just... Uh, as, as, as long as it took us to do this. <laughs> this is This is crazy. This has never happened before. And twice in one night... It's obviously not a coincidence. This happened before? I didn't think there were any actual ghosts here, but it looks like we might have awakened some. As if on cue, the ice cream container shakes and almost wriggles out of your grip. The lid slips just a tiny bit, and a voice comes out. Culloden's are not welcome! And it's Bill who reaches over and shuts the lid again. Well, I think you should come with me. I need to take a look at this thing and you can tell me any other strange things you saw or heard. And then I should probably try and get in contact with the other few Culloden's I tracked down and invited here tonight. There are a lot of scarier rooms in this place than the kitchen. <laughs>